and we're back with brews and reviews. We got me, Jake, Cole, and Joel here, and we also brought Kyle back to talk about episodes five, or excuse me, six and seven of The Mandalorian. And Joel, I think you eating that candy cane on film right now is very much distracting to me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to. Pro- I'm, I'm not gonna be able to process my thoughts. Come on, man! It's the that. Christmas season. Barely. Dude, that's not even red and white. You have a rainbow. You have a rainbow candy cane. It's a warhead one, okay? <laughs> Joel always did love his warheads. warheads. So good. Yeah, what a badass name for a really pansy treat. Let's call it a warhead cane. So I feel more like a man when I suck on it. Anyway. <laughs> We're not talking about candy cane instead of the Mandalorian. So, we're talking about episodes six and seven, starting with six. This will be spoiler-filled because it's a TV show. So, if you haven't seen it, I suggest watching it before you hear our thoughts on it. Yes, come back obviously. Because we are very, 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 we're very smart. We will tell you how you should feel about this. And we are correct. <laughs> All right, so episode six. Um, I like this episode a lot. We get to see Mandalorian do more Batman things, and I couldn't have been... It was so much fun. <laughs> Yes, he was. This is a fun. This is a fun popcorn popcorn flick of an episode. <laughs> he was very Batman like, like dimming the lights and also you have like little red sirens going off. And then he's like, he has a cape. You're like, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't like. I'm surprised he didn't pull like an Arkham City move where he just like glided off, like use the cape and like <laughs> kiss him in the face. I was ex- I was expecting that. But yeah, this is um this is um kind of a heist episode. They're trying to spring a prisoner, um, and he gets back with um, – the start of the episode begins. He runs into his old pal who he seemed to have – he has a history with him. He used to work for him. Um, he gets – he said, hey, I need you for a job. I'll pay you handsomely. And he joins a team. Some of them he's worked with before, and a couple of them are not the biggest fans. They didn't really kind of need him. They needed the Razor Crest. So they go to go right. – yeah, because it was, it's off it's off the grid completely. So that okay, explain to me how that works, Joel. They could go to this prison ship and... Okay, so the, the Razor Crest was it. pre-Empire, and Empire was making... Basically, they would register every vehicle out there. So nobody really had an undocumented vehicle uh, after... Basically, after the Empire when somebody would buy it. But this was a privately owned pre-Empire vehicle, so it wasn't actually registered. So the New Republic then went off of the Empire records. So then this one was basically a ghost at that point. Mm -hmm. Which makes a lot of sense why he stuck with it. Like an old kind of junkie almost ship. Exactly. Yeah. It definitely benefited him to be off the grid like that. Yep. Um, this is a, but um, there's a lot of good action scenes. This is one of those. Um, I think Joel and I compared it to episode three, um, showing it really showcased like how well the show can, like how good these episodes can be. Um, the action's great. Um, again, kind of don't know like like what's nice, what's kind of fun about these episodes. A lot of them is like he meets these people, but you always have this feeling of dread, like you don't know if you can trust any of these people whatsoever. And so you kind of like fall around like, all right, like they, they really do a good job of building up like the tense feeling, like well, something's gonna happen. We yeah, because it wasn't like, are they going to turn on him? It's like, when are they gonna turn on him? Like they they were, were very clear that this was a bad situation, right? And they were dicks to Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. 
the, the little game of hide and go seek that that droid that was Yoda. Okay, Yoda's Maybe great at hide and go seek. I discovered, <laughs> or Baby Yoda. It's Yoda is just it's brilliant. But no, this was another just episode like um, Joel saw it called it filler ish, which is just wrong. This see, I'm like, standing by that for right now. I'll agree with but that. See, and we'll get into this next episode. I, see, what's fun is like so far I've been right about all my predictions. As we see in the next episode, there's a character that comes back, which makes that that episode yes. introducing her very important. Yes, and not filler anymore. Though. We're sticking with episode six. That really doesn't. Like you don't understand how filler works. <laughs> Just because they bring filler back into the show at a later date doesn't make an episode not filler. No, but you now you now know this. Just because they introduced a character, like they could have introduced her in this one, and you would have known almost as much about her. No, but we now had a connection to her, so it meant more. And we also oh. Dick Nolte's character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's stick with episode no, six. Right well, now. this one. I mean, it's not. Um, again, I think what this episode does a great job. Again, we saw the Mandalorian in episode three, kind of showcases Batman abilities. That's all I'm going to call him. Kind of made it simple. And it shows why he's not maybe the best fighter, but his tactics are fantastic. Um, and he can obviously overthrow a group of people by himself. Um, the tactics are great, but I think we learned a lot more about the Mandalorians, like what makes him so fearful, what why he's such a great warrior in this episode. So I didn't find it filler. I found it more character development for the Mandalorian. Okay, so the That's reason why it's probably. filler... Which, again, I, I love this episode. I'm not dissing on this episode. But the reason why it would be filler-ish, like Joel would say, is because it didn't advance the story. You took a side quest. It was an awesome quest. It, like, you got to see a lot of cool things that the Mandalorian did. But there, it didn't in any way advance the story, I would say. Like, you still end see, with, like with the Mandalorian Baby Yoda flying through space just like the last five episodes or whatever it's been. See, the way, the way here, here, but the here's way, why... No, Joel, hold on. I can just... I can dag it in for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the, re the, the reason why I don't consider... You said it doesn't advance the story. It did, and here's why. Beginning of episode seven, you now have this, like, a distress beacon from his old guild member, dude. And he says, hey, I'm alive. I need you back here. Now, the Mandalorian probably would never... would have called. We all know that was a bogus transmission, but he was getting desperate. At this point, he realizes there's no way he's going to be able to escape, outrun these guys. There's no way he can hide. Last week episode, he tried to hide, and now we come to a point where it's like, I have to go back, and i got to fight this head on because I don't have a choice. Now, I'm going to cut... I did, I did propel the story. Okay, so I'm going to cut in before Joel can answer you, just to... Because I'm confused here. So if they, if they wouldn't have actually made episode six, you could have had the same distress call after... You could even get rid of episode five. You could go back to episode four, where he can't have baby Yoda stay with the little family then have the distress call and it would have been like the same the other two episodes didn't make the distress like didn't make this other guy's distress call that much more important like to me but no no because now he now he's in a point of desperation because he would have been in a point of desperation after episode four just as much like he took two little side quests that again they didn't have any overarching impact on the story there were awesome little side missions and, you know, maybe they're going to bring a couple of those characters back. But I don't think it, like, adds any gravity to his predicament the last two episodes. Because he know he's the one that sought this guy out to ask for this job. He knew that the guy was going to betray him the whole time because he was planning on betraying him. So, to me, it's not... 
Like he expected this. Like he he, he knew it was going. The whole episode six yeah, was going to go again, down so that say, way. Let's just say let's say let's just say episode four happens right, and then he takes that distress right after episode four. Yeah, goes right back. For me, I feel like it'd be like he just left there. What the hell? Like it would have felt too quick for him to go back and to take on this problem when he knows he's going to get screwed. So At this can't. point, he's like, I have no other options. I'm out of options. Nothing's going well, and I can't do anything. Like. I think it's a little bit of arrogance with him where he thought he could do it because he's so badass, but now realized, nope, I'm completely, I got nothing left. I need to go back. I think it was more believable because they didn't do it after episode four or even five. So basically, you only had those two episodes in there to show that he was desperate? No, we have the episode, because again, we did learn more about the Mandalorian. We did learn more about episodes that I had will return, as we can see. I think I get what Jake is saying, and Kyle, I kind of agree with that point. Like, I know you're not, you're just trying to clarify the point, but I think it does add to his, his disparity a little bit. That, you know, like, yeah. that may really be just because you have more episodes, but my point was, is that episode six was not directly advancing the story to episode seven it didn't lead into it in any super meaningful way other than just the fact that he had had another side mission that didn't turn out so hot as far as finding a little family to settle down with baby yoda and couldn't have they yeah but like i guess I, when I, we can look at this two different ways and i guess like joel kind of gets what i'm saying i felt like if they would have done this after even episode five and they go right back there I would have not. I'm like, come on, dude! You just why did you even leave that far to begin with? You clearly thought you could get away with this the way he was doing it. But after after the whole shenanigans on the prison ship, he's like, because it starts in episode seven, we start right off there, and he gets that distress beacon, and it's like, crap, dude! What else am I gonna do? Like, I can't do anything else at this point. I have to go back. Like, he had no other option. I think it has so to I do. I think it was. I think these. You can go, Kyle. I think, I think it has to do more with content <laughs> rather than how many episodes there are. Like, I never felt like he was desperate. Even when he went back, I was just like, he could totally rough it out still for, like, another three years. Like, I think if they would have made, like, an episode where he was actually desperate, like, where he could not turn anywhere without, like, getting attacked by people trying to steal Baby Yoda, like... That would have been a lot better. Like, I actually see him bottom yeah. out a little bit. Well, no, but, I mean, in the prison ship, and that's where we talk about, like, you know, the like, obviously, the ATST in episode four, we're kind of like, all right, that's cool, but we're not worried about him. When the Mandalorian got, like, they trapped him in a prison cell, that was, I mean, shit went sideways pretty quick for him in that episode, and I think he realized, he's like, there's really, no, like, I think I can outsmart these people, but I can't put myself in that kind of danger. And I think that was his lowest point as far as getting betrayed and, like, realize, wow, I got stuck in a prison cell. If it wasn't for a droid and I could have Batman my way out of this, I mean, I could have I could have lost Baby Yoda and I could have been stuck. I think this was the worst scenario he had gotten out of at that point. I think you're projecting a lot into that. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you go in 30 sec- 10 seconds, Joel. You're projecting a lot into that because, again, he sought the creepy guy from Batman out. And he, like I said, he was planning to betray him the whole time because he knew the guy was going to betray him. They say it like a million times, like, oh, just like the old days, just like the old days. And as soon as Mando leaves, he's going to kill him. And Mando has placed the tracking beam so that those guys die. Like, it, like to me, he knew exactly what he was getting into. He was, you know, as far as he no, didn't plan on... He, he didn't get he plan on getting prison. trapped in prison. Which most people don't. He thought he could have outsmarted. 
he thought, he, yeah, well, no, but when he got betrayed in that moment, I don't think he thought that. I think he, he thought they were going to betray him after he got back. But you're projecting a lot of what you think you probably should feel I, when it's well, net like there's no like him actually feeling bottomed out is like oh here's a chance so now i don't have to run away anymore we have no like oh he was actually like super bummed out he couldn't figure anything out there was no safe place for baby yoda we didn't see the, any of this it's just like okay maybe that's true but there's a projection of what you're you're feeling on the show anyway joel I, I, I feel like I'm reading into the evidence they're giving me, but, I mean, you can say what you want to say. No, and going back to the whole reason why I w- would consider this episode filler-ish is because I think the way they left filler, it... Filler curious, as you would say. Yes, but I think they left it in a way where if we're going to have a filler episode, this is how I want it to be, because it's got the potential to not be a filler episode in the future, which Absolutely. I do think... I do think it won't be a filler episode in the future because they could definitely build off this and have it have merit to this whole story. But and I think, right now, it just doesn't hold anything for And me. I think, and that's why I really want to get into episode seven because episode seven Same. was something. So I think we all enjoyed episode six, correct? Yep. Yep. Badass episode. Yeah. But I think Very it was much. a lot of fun. So yeah, okay. So I guess we're just arguing about semantics about. Oh, side it. note. Now, the whole tracker thing was a stupid. Weird thing to me, though. Why would you have a tracker that wherever the tracker is, you just like go and shoot the tracker? Because those guys had 20 minutes, they could have just like shot that thing off into space and they would have been totally. What part are you referring to being on? So, the little tracking. There was a little tracking beacon that the guy that they. Oh, that's right. That tracking beacon, and then he plants it on the guy, which was cool for the show, but I'm like, in actuality, like, oh, no, the tracking beacon's going off. Launch it into space. Oh, no, the, the, the whatever they are, the New Republic, like, shows up over there trying to kill it. Well, they're not killing us. I guess I really had no I, I, If you really want to – I feel like that's more nitpicking than anything because it's clear it's clear this tracking beacon could be reached long distances because this prison ship was basically floating in space. But I'm saying like, that was obviously. the weird thing to me is they didn't go and attack the prison ship. They're they're like, oh, we found the tracking beacon over here. Like they literally just go to the tracking beacon without any like, oh, it came from the prison ship. We should check out the prison ship. They just <laughs> go right to the beacon. No, but wasn't the tracking beacon on the guy? They probably thought that they kidnapped him. But again, so you go kill the guy that they kidnapped and you don't worry about the prison. Again, more nitpicking. I didn't even think about something like that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that is very nitpicking. Hey, guys, by the way, hyperspace can't actually happen in real life, so we should all stay in the whole show. Stupid. I'm just saying it's a plot hole based on the stuff that they brought into the show. I never thought of, I never thought about the stupidity of it because I enjoyed the episode too much. And if I enjoy something, I'm not going to like find ways to not like There was a lot of cameos in this Episode. Okay, can you repeat that, Joel? You were yes. cutting out a little bit. A lot of cameos. Cameos, okay. I said there were a lot of cameos in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the guy who, the, the rebel in the, the prison ship, uh, he, he was the voice of Andrew in the Clone Wars TV series. Then oh, I didn't know that one. One of the X-Wing pilots was Dave Filoni, who produced and directed the Clone Wars series and Star Wars Rebels. That, that one I didn't know. 
Yep, and then I believe that was it. Oh, wow, two cameos, aka two. That's a lot of cameos <laughs> for one episode. What? Two cameos? That's, That's twice as many as normal. <laughs> exactly. We also forgot the Mandalorian took on the devil himself in this episode. Oh yeah, because you yeah. burn his face and he. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm Satan. So what do you? It's Satan. <laughs> No, the the, the droid him. shot him. I don't know that the and droid like, shot him. The man. droid shot him. I would bet money the droid shot him. I bet you yeah, a coke slushy that he didn't. Yeah, Kyle and I have a coke slushy bet no. going, but the droid totally shot him. It makes total oh, sense wow. in the story. Yeah, coke slushies, guys. You that really are breaking the bank. I didn't even think about that. Because, well, especially it's one of those things that you see in in books a lot. And movies, to some extent, when they're trying to make like a yeah, plot they, twist you don't see coming, they don't show it. Like if they wanted to make you feel that like sadness of him dying, you know, it would have been like you know him riding as fast as he could, slow motion. He gets shot. No, that's not how they did it. They're like, we're cut out, and you see him dead. No, they cut away, and it just it's clear. It's, it's clearly the droid. The the droid was just doing I, weird I, stuff I the whole time, said. ready to betray him. Shoots him in the face. They get Baby Yoda. I mean, they did spend an awful lot of time focusing on the droid. So yeah, his story about the droid took forever. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was a weird flashback. I was like, "Why are we doing this? <laughs> Explain it to us. Like, we're gonna take your word for it, Boyo. You don't have to go into this. I once I found him. He was blind in the wreck. Like it's like Shake wrote this script for how he found this droid and fixed. <laughs> what was that? It's like this amazing poem, like, and then he had to learn how to move a box properly. <laughs> he had to learn how to move a box properly with practice and not kill lizards by accident. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. I, I mean, this episode's amazing, but Joel, because Joel had, Joel had saw this first. He texted me. He texted us, this is the best episode. And I'm watching the scene, I'm like, Joel, you're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then it got it got way better, but that was a that was. Uh, it it yeah, was a long yeah. scene, so he mu- no, no. the the. No, that is and a, they focused on his distrust of joy, droids, especially in this episode as well. Yes, I I want to know what it, there's clearly something that happened. His uh, parents were killed. Yeah, his parents were killed by a super battle droid. First of all, that's a pretty good reason. Yeah, that that's already been explained. Nah, what about I didn't like his parents? <laughs> so maybe he didn't like his parents. He's like, thanks, droid. No, like, I'm just... droids. 
Battle Droids destroyed his homeworld. It's pretty much already been explained. Yeah, I mean, there's probably more to it than that, but that's a pretty good starting reason. No, I think it... <laughs> no, but I think there was the reason. Yeah, there's a starting reason, but I think there's more to it because he says that line. I've seen it before, where it seems like something absolutely like he had a droid that like went I robot on him and betrayed him. Oh, so you know that. It seems like there's something. When the droid opens up the little like cavern where he's like trying to hide, it probably doesn't try and kill him, and instead it like befriends him and then betrays him. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, droids invading your home and killing your parents, that's their job to do it. He said, he alluded to something much more specific where he's like, oh, droids can't go up against their program. And he's like, I've seen it happen. He's like, I've seen it before. So that's why I'm alluding to might be another incident which really kind of said, you know what? Fool me once. Shame on you, droids. Fool me twice. Nick Nolte's dead. They killed Nick Nolte. He will never have spoken again. Overall, this episode was everything I wanted an episode to be. Yes, you know, this was by far my favorite episode. Really well. No, this is good. this episode's great. It shows you because they're oh my gosh, the way they end this, like I, yes. I, I will wake up early on the next when the next episode premieres before I go to work and probably watch it because I just need to know what happens. Yeah, so far this is the episode five of like okay, Empire Strikes Back of the Mandalorian. <laughs> wow, that's pretty bold to compare it. I mean, of the Mandalorian, yeah, it is. I, I I really I think it's actually like the Aladdin Return of Jafar. Wow. I'm comparing Star Wars to Star Wars here, though. I'm just saying this is the Empire Strikes Back because we're left on a cliffhanger that isn't all warm and fuzzy. It's not completely No, and, and they got Baby Yoda. It's totally cliffhanger. Yeah, they got Baby Yoda. Now, here's my one thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, Mandalorian's going to have to do something about that. But they're in a really bad situation. And I really hope what they don't do is have the Mandalorians come back and save their asses again. They Jordan won't. did that once. Don't do it twice. There's too many too many people. Yeah. One else, so you got to wonder how they're going to get out of this. So that's cool. But there was an issue... And maybe you got, and I was talking to Joel about this that I thought about more and more, and I was like, "That's actually kind of dumb. Why or, would they?" Because he, he said that if he went onto the his ship with the baby, that nothing on this planet could pierce that armor. Correct? If he, Jawas like, could security to maximum. If he did the lockdown protocol, yeah. What yeah, about Jawas? Protocol. So why <laughs> why the hell didn't they wait for him to get to the ship before they did what they did? Before. Who did what? Before they, they did the whole fake, we captured the Mandalorian thing. They could have waited. There was no time limit on this. Because the bounty hunters, before Yoda does a little force heal, which I don't know how we feel about that. That seemed pretty new. We hadn't seen that before in the movie. In Legends you had, though. Okay, explain. I have no problem with that. Okay, explain it to us, Joel, because I thought that was only the dark side people that mess with people's bodies. Oh, force healing, that's kind of like the greatest well, act. We also saw Yoda choke somebody out. And there was <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. I said, maybe he's not all good. <laughs> like, yeah, we've seen Luke do it. But. Oh, my God, dude. Like, you know, but he's just a baby, man. He doesn't know what he's doing. He thought he was, like, he thought that arm wrestling competition was... But who's to say that Yoda can control what side of the force he uses? Or the little baby Yoda. Like, it could just be, like... Yeah, maybe he hasn't decided. He hasn't oh, decided which side he is yet. And we discovered that Baby Yoda is officially not a clone. 
How did we okay. discover that? Yeah, because what, Nick, Nick Nolte's like, once I worked in the genetics lab at a lab one time, so I know everything about genetics. And that's not a clone. Wait, this oh. is not a clone. This, he's come by his force powers naturally and everything like that. So. Wait. Else feel terrible so are know, they cloning him? Is that why they want him? No. They might want to try to. They might try. They might be trying to clone him, but Baby Yoda is not a clone. Yeah, right. no, but I'm saying because they the the whole thing about the little well, doctor dude right with the away. clone people insignia. So they could be trying to clone him. That's maybe what they took him very for in the first possibly, place. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a very well educated assumption. Yes, I'm also not really okay with this show for watching a baby choke the life out of someone, and I'd be like, "Oh, you're still so cute." Like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay with that feeling. They'd be like, "Oh, he's still adorable. He's literally murdering someone in front of him." Yeah, it's fine. But it's baby Yoda, so yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't, don't look too much. Hey anymore. guys, guys, Anyways, check out my pop socket. My pop socket is wait, where is it? Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a Darth Vader pop socket. Yeah, let's see it. Oh wait, you don't have it. I have baby Yoda. So. <laughs> Yeah, that, do, that doesn't make a lot of sense there. There's no time constraint on this mission because, remember, the bounty hunters or the guild was going to kill them originally until he got force healed. So they were just going to kill him and take the baby. There was no, like, actual appointment with these guys. There was absolutely zero reason not to wait. Um, as, as Jake would say, that's just nitpicking. Why would you look for plot holes in an episode you liked? <laughs> Isn't that just what Kyle Cole said in the last episode, though? I think I think when he said that take him back to the ship in case things go south, I just think that meant that he didn't want Baby Yoda right there with them. And then if something were to go wrong, then they could just uh, basically wire back and say, hey, things went south, go on lockdown. Okay. Well, yeah, because they weren't expecting them to know, like, where they were or have speeders ready to go listening to their conversation. Right. They didn't know that they were going to be hacked and listened in on. Yeah, but we also know that this planet has dragons. So. So? (laughs) You know, make sure they get, maybe make sure they get there okay. Those were Minox. What difference does it Just really big ones. I don't know that that's true. Oh, no. And then the best part is when the Minox, when these dragon beasts come out, they're shooting at them, and they suddenly become stormtroopers and can't hit these things worth a damn. I, I, yeah, I, I was laughing at that, too. They're like, I'm like, come on, guys. Really big targets, and yeah, like, they're supposed to be good shooters. still picking up a blurg. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly where he is, but I can't hit him. <laughs> like, the, the, sure, the sure amount of laser blasts that were in the air at that moment, like, something hit him accidentally at that point. Like, you're not going to kill one. <laughs> Out of and four, then, and then one, another one is burnt. <laughs> almost a crisp. <laughs> they almost got poor Mando. But yeah, that was. Um, I did not see that coming. Where they're like, oh, what could go wrong?" I knew that I was like, oh, "That's a stupid thing to say." But then immediately, something goes wrong. Right. <laughs> now, do yeah, we have any idea? Dragon Slayer. Do we have any idea who this new villain is? Nope. Joel. No, but th- no, we don't yet. Okay. <laughs> um, 
and that's what kind of pisses me off. It felt like they were gonna show someone we knew. Did you not get that sense when he was like, "Well, like, hey, wait, this is kind of like a big reveal of this dude." I'm like, "Who's coming out of this ship?" Nope. No idea. I, don't know. I, I saw this dude in the trailer, but so I was kind of expecting it. You watched the trailer to a TV episode? No, to the whole series before the series even launched. He was in the trailer. I never, I never watched the trailer. Um, the to me, I couldn't tell if they were like trying to make you think it was someone you had seen before, like a new introduction. I was fine with it. I'm done. I'm done. Forever, you grounded. <laughs> okay, this is really small and honestly kind of stupid. But was anybody else surprised when the Tie Fighter wings folded up? Yes, yes I was. <laughs> I was just like, I'm I've like, never I'm seen gonna... that before. <laughs> I've never seen a Tie Fighter wing fold up before. You know that guy. You know that guy in the boardroom of the Imperial Empire got a promotion. No, that I seriously had nothing more to say. Just clarifying. I didn't hear what you said. Even I was just blabbering. It's not important. Anyway, okay. Joel, tell me more about four ceiling. I mean, four ceiling, Joel. Four ceiling. Tell us more. Um, they heal people with the force. It seems pretty straightforward. No, no, no. Yeah, but that we watched it happen. Yeah. That's why we're not asking Jake. We're asking Joel. <laughs> Joel, say what you saw is what you get. Yeah, I mean, what you saw is basically what you get, but we it's the first time that we've ever, ever actually seen it. I know, but, like... We've only seen it in Legends. Okay, tell us about that. Like, why, Like when was it used, and, like, by who? By someone who wanted to heal someone who had a wound. We, um, why, is it, why wasn't it used in any of the Star Wars movies before then? Right. It wasn't used in the movies. It was just in, like, novels and comics before that. Okay, never mind. Now... <laughs> okay, yeah. It just seemed odd, like, for something that we've never seen before, that, like, a baby figured it out. That's why I... Well, I remember, he's 50. Well, well, he's still a baby, This though. does kind of expand on it, like, obviously, um... Oh. Well, the baby... Remember, okay. Baby Yoda tried to do this to the Mandalorian, too. If you yeah, recall. See, I, too. I would... I don't think it would be out of line to have a theory saying that Yoda has been trained by somebody. At least a little bit. What do you mean? Well, like, it's not necessarily that he's figuring all this stuff out. I think he's been slightly trained. By Darth Sidious. Baby Darth Sidious. I mean, who, who knows? Who would, who would watch that cartoon? But obviously the Empire... Baby Yoda, Baby Sidious, getting into trouble. <laughs> the Empire already knew about him, obviously. So it might have had something to do with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, he is 50 I, I years old. That. He could have totally been trained by somebody. Okay. Yeah, so then what doesn't make sense to me is they've been after this Baby Yoda for years, right? As far as we know. Like, the Empire-ish. As far as we know, yeah. Because, like, uh, Nick Nolte was all like, they ruined my valley. Hey, um, man, show some respects, he's dead. Yeah. So, why didn't they just send all the troops that they just sent to Navarro to clean house on the little place yeah, right. there and just take Baby Yoda by force? 
see that that is just something you just don't even like. Don't asking those questions are stupid. Oh, oh. <laughs> you oh, have okay. you oh. have a thousand troops at your disposal, but we're gonna hire one bounty hunter to see if he can do it. Well, you think that maybe the Imperial Army is like you know the Empire is falling? They're probably staying under wraps. Except for they just took control over Navarro. And yeah, Navarro is like the wild, wild west, dude. <laughs> so is the other place. There's only Blurgs and yeah. Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah, man. Blurgs are pretty civilized. And, oh, we forgot. We lost two Blurgs this episode. We lost a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah, that's two true. Blurgs, Nick three. Nolte. We lost all three. No, we didn't see that one die. Oh, no, we did. We did. Yes, we did. All the Blurgs are dead. <laughs> I think he was just tired from running so fast and just fell asleep after <laughs> Also, <laughs> also, how come, uh, whatever her name is, the girl, could ride a Blurg and, like, Mando had to, like, spend time, like, training to ride a Blurg? She's ridden Blurgs she before, ridden, Cole. She's a, she's a, you, you, think, you think that's the first Blurg she ever rode there? <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> maybe she didn't have to learn. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they know. learned on maybe they learned on the ride over. Maybe <laughs> they had their own montage behind the scenes. Nick Nolte. Oh, and then I told her to get on the blurg, and then she sat on the blurg, and then she learned how not to fall off the blurg, and then 40 minutes later he finishes the story. I uh, have spoken. <laughs> no, if he did the, if he did the story, she would, like, she would walk up to the blurg, and Nick Nolte would be like, that blurg was born from a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> the other blurgs. <laughs> So I trained the blurg. I have spoken. Yeah, too much, Nick Nolte. Shut up. We don't need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that blurg, that, that blurg story, that's something I'm probably going to fast forward. But, yeah, so. Android story. I'm going to be like, yep, don't need that. You talk about my, my wants and needs in a show. This, this show could possibly now kind of depending on what they do with this because if this is just another like cheap quick out where they like use it to set up a lot of suspense and then they just take care of this whole situation in like the next episode i'm not gonna be so happy if it's now this ongoing thing where now you have an adversary now you have like a general direction that your show is going because you know that like you're just not compatible with this amount of like force after you at like constantly it's not just a couple bounty hunters here and there this is like an army that's like surrounding you now and probably going to come and get you later like to me if they kind of just go with what they've just set up they can make the show a lot better than it's been and as and cole that's why i think i i guess our biggest dispute i have way more faith in the show that it knows what it's doing and i feel like this episode i think it's not going to go back to that. I think those side quests had their place, but now it seems like, like because they didn't really ever give us a cliffhanger ending up until this point, which is what I've been asking for this whole time. Well, yeah, but they just don't want to give a cliffhanger. Just give a cliffhanger. Now we have a new bad. We have a new bad guy. We need to learn more about. And now we realize the empire is not going to stop, and shit's about to hit the fan. So I think now it's going to take off for the rest of the season. And it's going to be way more. It's, I don't think there's going to be any side quests. That's what I think, and I hope I'm right. But 
even when you're talking about having faith in in the show, even if you're a hundred percent right, to me that still doesn't totally justify the side quests. But that's just me. I, I, I thought they were enjoyable episodes, and I see. But they could have been more enjoyable. Mean, see, no, I, I, enjoyable I, doesn't I, mean good. What? Have you enjoyed something that's not good, Kyle? Yes. Yeah. Name one thing. No. Have you thought something is good that's not necessarily enjoyable? Like, give me an example, because no, I can't. Well, it depends on what, how you define enjoyable. But... Okay, let's not get philosophical here. Sometimes I like to set yeah, myself on fire. Understand. It's not good, but I enjoy it. <laughs> no. I, I, do think, <laughs> I do think that episode, what was it, four, when she was introduced, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I she comes think, back now, but now we know we know we know about her more. Like I'm glad right, that, right, that episode I, makes a lot more sense now. Episode four did a good job of introducing her and everything. I think it's okay. It did a good job of of building her character, building uh, I don't know camaraderie. It was, it was a good cornerstone to her character, I think. And then when she when she was introduced in this episode again, then it wasn't. We didn't have to go back and rehash all that kind of stuff. And that's why I think they are going to end up back on Tatooine. I think that there's something on there that's going to bring them back there, which means that whole other episode with him in there makes more sense. Definitely. So I but, think that's why I said after this episode seven showed me that that episode four wasn't just a filler episode. They wanted to introduce her. That was the important thing so they could get on with this in this episode. You could watch episode one, three, and seven, and not suffer any consequences of real story other than you maybe didn't see some boots. No. Episode two, you found out Yoda was Force-sensitive and could use it, so that's not true. Which you also found out in episode seven, so. Right. Yeah, but you would have been, okay, you already knew he could do it, now you knew he could force it. Yeah, but he didn't do it in between there. It's not like he's been... That's kind of random. Okay, (laughs) it was random in the second episode. I'm saying, story-wise... I actually call... I could just watch episode 7, watch the recap before the episode, and then I don't have to watch 1 through 6. And then I know exactly what's going on. So I actually need to watch any of these episodes. I mean, that's true, because they recapped episode 1 and 3, and they didn't even talk about 2 or 4 or no, they, 5. No, they showed 2. They showed the girl. Very briefly. So, ha! Ha! Cole! You've been loyal. No, I'm a, you. We can argue about this all day. I think everybody can. Everybody can. I think we can agree that those episodes are not essential to the storyline. They can be good for certain aspects or maybe introducing a character, but there's a storyline that's picked up in one, three, and seven, and two, four, five, six are side quests. They can be fun side quests. You can introduce characters, but they don't advance the story, actually. You can tie them back in later. They are still filler. I will not be changed. <laughs> well, it's good to know that you're very, you know, pig-headed about this and just won't change your opinion. That's I mean, good. at least I admit it. That won't, huh? that <laughs> I think... <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. Hey, at least I admit I'm wrong. No, because you assume that I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm fine. Dude, you're, no, you're that's wrong. Why we, that's why we have this podcast. It would be fun, I think, if we all agreed on this show. That's true. No, I, I like, think, unless they do something like right, Christopher Nolan would do, where every single little thing in these filler episodes somehow sets up the bigger picture, I don't think it. they're not filler. They are filler. Except for, like... No, because, like I said, how, how would it introduce... Like, again, you can say, oh, we didn't need to be introduced to the girl. Well, good shows introduce characters. No, but you could have introduced like it in a better episode that wasn't filler. 
you could continue the story throughout this while introducing characters. You don't have to have a filler episode to introduce a new character. And see, I don't, I don't, again, right now, and I think episodes, for me personally, episode seven shows that these episodes are going to mean something later. I don't think they're filler. Right now they can be taken as that. Okay, the characters are not filler. The episodes are. (laughs) We're just going to agree to disagree. We need to calm down. I agree with Cole and Kyle, but I don't have a problem with it like they do. Like I said, when I rewatch this show again, which I guarantee you I will, I will not skip those episodes. I had enough fun with them where I don't, I'm not like, you know what, I need to get on with the main story. If if this show continues with what they set up in episode 7 and doesn't, just kind of make it like an like I said an easy out. Like you're in this terrible situation. This is a good story to tell right now. That I'm excited about that. You have a good story. Tell it. If you make it too easy and you just get back into okay, well, yep. Now baby, now baby Yoda and he they're in the spaceship again. They're just traveling, meandering through space. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're good. I, I, they, hopefully they don't. Not what they're doing. But. Unless they really stick to the story that they now set up, like I said, like this show is probably not going to get like a rewatch anytime soon for me, other than just watching it now. Yeah. And I think, like I said, I think episode seven for me personally shows me that it, at least it clarifies for me personally that this show knows what it's doing and it has a plan. That's what I feel. And for all the episodes we come up to this point, I feel like again. You can call them filler. I like I like episodes that take a break and, ca- and develop characters for me. Like the Batman episode, which I don't know why I'm just going to keep calling it that. Because it is with Batman. <laughs> Mando Batman. We learned more about his code of honor. He didn't kill that like that rebel dude. He wanted him to live. Like We learned more about his tactical skills and how he can take down a group of basically trained killers using tactics and skill. I think I'm okay with episodes as long as I learned something about characters. I'm good with those. And so I felt like I did, therefore I was not disappointed by them. So, how do you rate the series so far? 11 out of 10. <laughs> um, it's going to be where I'm at up until this point. It's going to get an 8.5 out of 10 for me. I think I did that last week. I got I to start paying attention when I rate these shows at the end. But as of right now, I think this episode was great. I think it shows, like again, for me, clarified that it has a plan. And that now we're actually going to get into the meat of this, and I'm all on board with, it and I can't wait to see the next episode. Yep, I'm I'm going to go ahead and give it a nine. I do agree that there's filler episodes and everything, but I don't have a problem with that. Uh, at least the filler episodes have not filler characters that they introduce in them. That's kind of the bridge for me there. Um, but I don't have much of a problem with the th- with the filler. So, but this latest episode gave me everything I've wanted in an episode so far. Wrapped us hanging on a dark note, um, which I absolutely love that. I, I am with Cole and everybody else when I say I really hope they don't make it an easy out. But no, that, that will piss me off too. I don't foresee that happening. So for right now, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. And I think, and again, Cole, just to agree with you, if they do go back to what they were just doing in the past three episodes, that will piss me off. Okay, agreed. Because, yes. Because yeah. I think, again, that then you just totally wasted this awesome ending. You did it just to get shock value, and I'm not okay with that. Yep. Yep. No, so, and so... Give us a story, but it, 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 this because they haven't given us a really, a, a really tense cliffhanger ending, and this is the first time, 
I think why I have more faith that, all right, they don't just do that for shock value. They clearly have a reason to do it. And they're going to keep going forward with this story right now. Yeah, if if the show finishes out the season on this story, no more just meandering, it's going to bump up at least probably probably two points for me. So, well, maybe not two points because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rate it I'm gonna rate it about an eight. So it, it could get really high if it can actually stick with the story and keep me on the story. I love storylines. Yes. I, I I need stories if I'm gonna be engaged long term in a show. If if they are if they can cash in on what they're setting up and again keep me guessing keep me where I don't know like you know this episode seemed like at the beginning like oh let me guess. He, he's probably gonna turn on him. I'm like, oh yep, he was planning on turning on him. But then it's like, oh wait, it's not ending how I expected. I didn't see the bad guy from who knows where coming out of nowhere. Like, keep surprising me. Keep giving me a cool storyline. This show is gonna shoot up up the charts. But if they don't, then oh, yeah. it's gonna well, shoot down the charts. Giving, you got a crossroads. Great job of giving us a lot of intrigue. Like we don't know this person. We have no idea what's gonna happen. They set it up really well to be like, all right, where are we going with this? All right, Kyle. I'm going to rate it in a seven and a half. It, it bumped it up from what it was before for me. I really liked this last episode, but I am just not sold on the filler being not filler. Although the what, Batman what episode the, is really cool. Was it the Nick Nolte story? Is that what did it for you? No, no. <laughs> the, Nick Nolte, the Nick Nolte droid story? <laughs> that was my favorite part, actually. I'm just kidding. No, but I, like, I do like where they're going with this right now. I hope they continue on it, but... I'm not going to put too much faith in them right yet. Oh, oh, and the other thing that this latest episode did for me is just put it more in con- not concrete, but solidified it more that the boots at the end of six, was it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, okay. Five. five. It was five. Five. Okay, five. At the end of five was Boba Fett. I, I don't buy it. Why, why did that solidify it for you? Because everybody else who was saying that it wasn't Boba Fett was saying that it was this big baddie that came in at the end of this episode. That was the only other person they were saying. And the whole reason why I think it's Boba Fett is because you got Spurs, and that was a big, big point that they would all say for Boba Fett. Especially when Boba Fett was in prototype mode, the Spurs were a big part of his costume. Okay. Yeah, or it could just be a tease to make you think that because that's what you guys think. Well, why would that. they do that for a uh, character that doesn't mean anything? Well, obviously the character, we just don't know who it is, though. Boba Fett. It could be Boba Fett's son. Boba Fett. Fett, not Boba Fett. <laughs> Get it right. No, I call, I've heard it both ways, okay, Joel? <laughs> I've heard it from Jango Fett's mouth as Boba. Boba. Yeah, but he has a weird accent in Australian. Your mom has a weird accent. Boom. What is he? And that's and that's our one per podcast. <laughs> What'd you say, Joel? What is so he? Is that is what? that what? I mean, shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Boba. Well, and, and uh, I think we can now classify this as an educational podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can get this in the schools. Now we're teaching this stuff. No, it's what Django Fett told Boba Fett to go shut the door. <laughs> Obi Wan was like looking at his armor and stuff. <laughs> now, if you can figure out how to say "shut the front door" in that language, then right. <laughs> a fun phrase there. <laughs> oh um, man! Well, obviously, I think we all agree that we still are recommending the show. Um, 
watch it if you haven't seen it already, and then you will hear from us this weekend about Rise of Skywalker. We will be seeing it Friday night, the 20th, on opening night. Joel. <laughs> no, some people can't do that because we have things going on, Joel, like work. And family. I'm, working, I'm going to the 9.15 show. Yeah, well, good for you, I guess. I hope you... If you spoil it for us, just know you kicked off a bruising reviews for eternity. <laughs> so, hopefully it's good, but you'll hear our thoughts about it Friday night, but I'm probably here around Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Keep an eye out for it. So, bruising reviews, signing off.